Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in again and welcome back to a new episode of the Backpack Full of Busyness. I'm very excited to start this week's pod with a very inspiring guest with a real backpack full of all kinds of busyness. I think this whole podcast is not even long enough to describe his career so far. A doctor at the Media Studies Department of the Faculty of Humanities at the University of Amsterdam, a scientific researcher within media culture, a lecturer, a column writer, and currently also a children's book author, to only name a few. Reza Kartosen Wong, welcome to the Backpack Full of Busyness. Thanks for the lovely intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the short duration of this podcast is not even sufficient no. enough for your impressive no. career. So let's begin. Okay, so um, I always start this podcast with how did we meet? And I think it was, well, officially during my college years at the University of Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we did the same course, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, and I think we met somewhere in 2003 or something. Yeah, 2002 yeah. or 2003. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah that so was almost 20 year. years ago. Oh my goodness, yeah. should we mention that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know, um, I mean, uh, even then... Um, you were already a known name. I mean, also in the Asian is scene. It? Yes, you oh. were with all your activities. So for us, it's been quite a while ago. Uh, but can you please tell me more about what you're doing currently nowadays? What's your daily busyness and how does uh, it look like? Well, the my main busyness, it's taking care of my child's actually. Uh, I've been uh, actually I, uh, I I I've decided to work part time because okay. I I used to work four days a week at the university and now I'm working two days a week. Oh wow! Um, and I yeah I decided to uh, cut down on my work um, at the university when my oldest son was born in 2014 and I thought well it would be good I thought to spend more time with my kids oh. um, so that's my main uh, uh, busyness actually and besides the kids I work at the university two days a week I, uh, I lecture in uh, media and culture and I write opinion articles for Dutch um, newspapers uh, and most of my opinion articles deal with topics concerning um, media and diversity, in, uh, in, inclusion, etc. And um, yeah, I'm a children's book author. My wife and I, we published our first book in 2019. And we actually, yeah, we're working on our second book, which will come out at the end of this year. And yeah, and oh yeah, and I'm working on my, uh, my own book. Uh, which is uh, it's not it's not going to be a children's book. But, <laughs> okay, yeah. but we're very uh, excited to uh, to also uh, see that coming later on. Okay, um, you have this impressive history with uh, the University of Amsterdam, and uh, so we both met when we were studying. But prior to this, well, what has your uh, uh, educational background been? You know, did yeah. you do something before communication science? And can you yeah. also share a little bit about your PhD, where you've oh, yeah, worked yeah. hard for, yeah. of course? So. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about uh, that? Well, after I uh, graduated from high school um, uh, here in the Netherlands, I enrolled at the Vrije Universiteit, mm -hmm. the University okay. in Amsterdam, yeah. and I uh, started econom in economics because when I was in high school, I wanted to be rich <laughs> and I wanted to become a, a stockbroker or, you know, uh, really? some investment bank or whatever. Yeah. So, I, uh, so that's why I um, studied economics. But um, it was so boring. Uh, I, I thought it was for, for me. It for was uh, yeah, sure. And I started working as a volunteer at a, a local radio station in Amsterdam, and I I liked it so much that at 
one point I thought, well, you know what, I should quit my, uh, I should quit studying economics and I should, you know, try to become a journalist. And so, so that's how I, that's how I became a journalist. Uh, and then after a few years um, as a journalist, I thought, well, yeah, I should finish some kind of st- <laughs> course, <laughs> uh, course studies, or yeah. studies. So that's why I, uh, that's when I um, started uh, communication science. Okay. And I liked it so much. And we had a couple of uh, uh, really inspiring um, lecturers and professors. So I stayed with the Department of Communication Science. I became um, uh, a junior lecturer. And one of my uh, supervisors uh, at one point told me, well, if you want to stay working with us, then it would be a good idea to pursue a, a, a PhD. And and so what what was the, um, the the research about your PhD? Well, about twenty years ago, I organized events, panel discussions, etc., for young people of uh, Asian origin. So people who were born in the Netherlands or who or, or who grew up in the Netherlands, uh, but were of Chinese, Indonesian, Filipino, uh, um, Vietnamese uh, origin, etc. What 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 we saw, what what I saw um, happening was that these uh, people with different ethnic cultural backgrounds, mm-hmm. that for some reason they when they came together at these events, they constructed a new Asian identity. So 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 for instance, um, a young kid of Chinese origin, he or she um, would feel Dutch and Chinese, mm-hmm. but now also a- Asian. This, 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 this pan-Asian identity didn't exist in the Netherlands uh, for... Um, um, well, it, it, it came into existence somewhere in the 1980s. Um, and I thought, well, no one has ever done research on this phenomenon. So I thought, well, yeah, this is what I wanted to do uh, research on. I focused on how young people of Asian origin constructed this Asian identity Mm -hmm. through the use of uh, Asian popular culture, such as Asian Asian parties, uh, so Asian club nights, but also through watching Japanese and Korean films and TV series, TV dramas, especially through watching or through listening to uh, K-pop. All these forms of popular culture, they facilitate um, the construction of a new Asian identity. And that's, yeah, no no one had ever studied this, in particular, not in the Netherlands. And I thought, well, it is important. I thought it it was uh, uh, interesting and also important. But can you share what still fascinates you um, nowadays about being a teacher or a lecturer or a researcher within this media studies? Um, What inspires me um, are the students inspire me. Because I, um, you know, I think if you're a teacher or a lecturer, you shouldn't approach it as a one-way um, um, as, a, as, a, as a one-way exchange of information. You know, like me as a teacher telling the students what they should know. Uh, it should be a two-way uh, interaction. And in my classroom, yeah, I, I, I try to give the students opportunity to give their perspective on, for instance, media consumption as well. And in some cases, I, I learn from it as well because media consumption, that's 
in particular media consumption is something that is um, that young people know a lot about and we as media yeah especially nowadays and we as media uh, scholars or lecturers we should acknowledge that young people have relevant and and, and meaningful um, knowledge about the topic that we are studying. So we should listen to them as well. And so that's what inspires me as well. So I I often ask my students, okay, what what are the the new Netflix series or whatever that that I that we really should watch? And then they come with a lot lots of new titles, for instance, and and, and they explain why it's important. Sometimes, uh, in particular, in the um, um, in the context of diversity and inclusion, and uh, in quite a few cases, um, they come with titles that I haven't watched, uh, haven't watched yet, for instance. So it's inspiring for me as well. Yeah, it's also a very yeah. new dynamic way of yeah. actually lecturing yeah. and teaching. So um, you have taught a great part of your uh, of your life so far, and then many students and others have learned a lot from you. Uh, but what has been your best lesson learned, or one of them? The best lesson learned was my mom telling me to follow my heart, you know, because uh, I, I mentioned earlier that I uh, dropped out of economics. I was afraid that my parents, you know, would be mad at me. And I, yeah, my, my dad wasn't pleased with me dropping out. But my mom, she said, well, you should follow your heart if you want to become a journalist. And that's okay, but just make sure that you, you know, put an effort in. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then it's okay if you drop out. So that's the best lesson learned. And that's what I try to apply to my children. You know, if they want to go to college, that's okay. But if they don't want to, that's okay as well. As as long as they, you know, do something that they really like uh, and that they're taking it seriously. Okay, so we come to that lovely book that you made two years ago. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the very first uh, children's book, right? You released. Uh, Where is my noodle soup? You say in Dutch. And in English, it's where is my noodle soup? Yeah. Uh, with exclamation marks and yeah. question marks yeah. uh, to note. So you wrote this book with your wife Tiha. And um, how did you come to the idea to write a children's book and all the busyness you already had at uh-huh, that moment? Uh-huh. And um, with such a cool topic, is like introducing different cultures through children's lunch. So please yeah. tell us more about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, um, my wife and I, we have always liked children's books, even before we became parents ourselves. Uh-huh. So when uh, we, we lived in London, um, we lived there for about a year. And one of our favorite spots in London was a bookstore called Foils. And one of the our favorite departments in the bookstore was the children's books mm-hmm. department. I love children's books department. Uh, and we yeah. and, and, and we were um, well, we uh, we weren't parents back then, but we we just loved the the energy the uh, in uh, that you find in children's books. The, the the illustrations are colorful and they're you know lovely. So when we became parents, we we were looking for children's books that feature main characters of. Asian origin in a non-stereotypical way, Dutch Dutch books in particular, and we couldn't find them. And we remembered that we did find such books in London, uh, and we thought, well, why don't we have such a book in the Netherlands? So that's why we thought, well, then if uh, there isn't one, then we should write the first one. Mm-hmm. So that's how we. Uh, so we thought, okay, we're going to make, we're going to write a children's book that features a main character of Asian origin. Actually, uh, it's our son. Yeah, it's uh, so cute. Yeah, because yeah. we thought, well, we shouldn't, we, sh- we shouldn't make it too hard. <laughs> let's just, <laughs> let's just feature our son. Yes. Um, and for us, uh, we are really into food. Yes. So we thought, 
the story need, uh, needs to be about food. Our son, uh, Samming, uh, he uh, loves uh, noodle soup. So we thought, well, it's going to be about noodle soup. And All yeah. Asians love noodle soup. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So well, actually, yeah. And, 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 now, and, and, now, and now a lot of non-Asians exactly. as well. Yeah. So, that's, uh, so we thought, well, um, through food, you can um, communicate different cultures. And you can bridge different cultures as well. Yeah, that's Food really is nice. a connector as well. Came up with this book actually. Yeah, it's yeah. really a cool book. I hope you all should really read it or read it to your children, even for grown-ups. It's really cool and <laughs> oh, so beautifully thanks. illustrated as well. Oh yeah, we love yeah Maria uh, Kutaman is the illustrator. And currently, uh, the book is already into its fifth printing. Am I right? Uh, yeah, the fifth print is going to uh, in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, well, congratulations to Thank that. You. That's yeah, in thanks. A two yeah. years, the fifth yeah. printing already. Um, and. Any plans of translating this book into English? Because I can imagine well, our listeners who are not in the Netherlands are uh, also interested in your book. Well, uh, that's, that's a, a, a good question. Actually, we, um, our publisher is um, trying to get it translated, but yeah, because of COVID, uh, things have, uh, have been on hold, etc. Mm -hmm. And there's no, uh, you know, the uh, the book fairs uh, weren't organized, so it was difficult to find publishers abroad. So, but hopefully, uh, we'll get it translated in English and German. Uh, within a year. Hey, and um, what advice would you like to give to our listeners, for example, who are also interested in writing a book or specifically children's books? Yeah, just, you know, j just write and don't be disencouraged by, by negative feedback you might get from traditional uh, publishers, for instance. Well, their comments might be discouraging for first-time writers. But don't be disencouraged. Just, you know, if you have a good idea, it will find a house. Talk to a lot of people who are work in the industry or maybe who have uh, people who have written books. Uh, try to, uh, you know, um, find out what they think of your idea. My wife and I, we, uh, this is our first book. We had, we had never written a book, but we thought, well, this is a nice, we thought it's a nice story. And we thought, well, we should, you know, um, pitch it to the, uh, to the publisher. And... Yeah, they liked it as well. Just you believe, write. Yeah, believe, believe in your believe in your ideas. Yeah, good. No, that's nicely said. So go just write and write your idea yeah. down, and don't let you let yourself be stopped by yeah. any negative feedback. Okay, yeah. I hope a lot of new children's books come out of yeah. this now. I really hope so. Hey, um, I asked my guests for a weekly uh, must-have or giveaway. Of course, I hope it's your book. <laughs> um, so what will your giveaway be? <laughs> yeah, my book. book of yeah. course. So guys, it's going to be What is My Noodle Soup, the Dutch version the Dutch for version, now. Yeah. You can go on Instagram and see how you can win that. Uh, win that. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Um, then we are to our last three simple questions. I call them simple. Yeah. Um, besides your own book, of course. What is a favorite children's book you guys have? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, um, Where's My Head? And okay. I forgot the name of the writer. But it's about a, f uh, about a fish who lost his head. And he's going to uh, look for his hat. And actually, th this, this was an inspiration to our book. Because in our book, Where's My Noodle Soup? Yeah. Um, the noodle soup is gone. gone. And, 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 the, and, and the main character is going to look for his noodle soup. soup. Okay. Noodle soup or rice? Ah, that's <laughs> oh, a difficult one. Actually, yeah. very mean of me to ask. Eh? That's a difficult one. Rice. Rice. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one. Sharing is caring. So, um, who will you tell about this podcast and ask them to listen? 
my wife. Oh, like, yeah. Well, thank you, Tihan, in advance for listening to yeah. uh, this podcast. Reza, thank you so much for guesting at the Backpack Full of Business and sharing uh, your lessons and yeah. LOL moments, the listen, observe, and learn moments. Uh, very thankful uh, for this mini lecture podcast you actually yeah. gave, and hope you want to come back next time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, thanks for. Uh, it was nice to be here. Oh. So, and thanks for inviting me. I'll be uh, happy to come back. Thank you very yeah. much. To sum it up again, a few of Reza's inspiring LOL lessons were that in his way of lecturing, he's interested in the dynamic of two-way teaching and also learns from his students about their perspectives, for example, about media consumption. And as a teacher, he finds it important to know that the youth can share meaningful and relevant knowledge where you can learn a lot from. And his best lesson learned was from his mother, who said, follow your heart. And if you switch courses or jobs, then take it seriously and put effort in it. When you also want to write a children's book, just do it and go for it. Reza said, as a first-timer, don't let negative feedback stop you from pursuing your idea and believe in that idea. Reza's giveaway is the children's book, Waar is my noodle soup? Want to make it yours? Share your favorite children's book with us on Instagram. So guys, that's it again for this week's episode of the Backpack Full of Busyness. Thank you once again for your time and for listening and sharing this podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Spotify. Lots of love from Amsterdam and have a lovely week ahead full of LOL moments. And hope you will tune in again next week to a new episode of the Backpack Full of Busyness. Bye!